Today we are going to talk about Joseph, Joseph's troubles from Genesis 39. The main point in this section is that the Lord was with Joseph and through him saved Joseph's family and others. And also that God promises to be with us in every situation and through his son Jesus, a descendant of Joseph's brother Judah, God saves us from our sin. The main law gospel focus in this section is that we sin when we do not live out our vocations or our jobs that God has given us or we forget that God is with us when we are in trouble. And these sins, like all sins, have the power to condemn us to eternal death. However, God is with us in all troubles and he offers to all of us um, who sin his steadfast love and mercy for the sake of his son, Jesus. So right before our story, we saw that Joseph's brothers sold him to Midianite traders and those traders ended up selling Joseph in Egypt to Potiphar. Potiphar was a captain of the Pharaoh's guard. It was a very prestigious position and evidence that the Lord was with Joseph. Uh, Joseph did not end up among the lower class or in a situation that would not have been very good to be in. Not that being a slave was a good position to be in, but it could have been a lot worse for him. So Potiphar, or we'll read from Genesis 39, uh, first few verses here. Now Joseph had been brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard, an Egyptian, had bought him from the Ishmaelites, who had brought him down there. The Lord was with Joseph, and he became a successful man, and he was in the house of his Egyptian master. His master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord caused all that he did to succeed in his hands. So Joseph found favor in his sight and attended him, and he made him overseer of his house and put him in charge of all that he had. From the time that he made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. The blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in house and field. So he left all that he had in Joseph's charge. Because of him, he had no concern about anything but the food that he ate. So we just read there through uh, verse 6, uh, the first part of verse 6. So Potiphar saw that the Lord was with Joseph. This does not mean that Potiphar recognized or feared the Lord. Instead, he probably saw that everything Joseph was put in charge of, it was done exceedingly well. So that Potiphar uh, wanted to put more Joseph in charge of more things than just one or two things. He was, Joseph was placed as the overseer of all of Potiphar's house. So Potiphar could leave and go about his business without a care or worry about the goings on in his house. That is how well Joseph performed and how trustworthy he was. And again, it was because the Lord was with Joseph. Uh, scripture makes that very clear. The blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in house and field. So it wasn't even just things that were going on inside the house, but if he had a farm, that did well as well. So everything was under Joseph's jurisdiction, except for one thing, which is kind of interesting. Anything but the food he ate. 
Now, in Genesis 43, verse 32, this is when Joseph's brothers are with him. We read, They served him by himself, and them by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because the Egyptians could not eat with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination to the Egyptians. So, it was forbidden, it seems like, for Egyptians to eat with Hebrews. That's why Potiphar did not put his food under Joseph's jurisdiction. We continue reading the last part of verse 6 uh, and following. Now Joseph was handsome in form and appearance, and after a time his master's wife cast her eyes on Joseph and said, Lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Behold, because of me, my master has no concern about anything in the house, and he has put everything that he has in my charge. He is not greater in this house than I am, nor has he kept any back anything from me except yourself, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And as she spoke to Joseph day after day, he would not listen to her to lie beside her or be with her. And we just read there through verse 10. So Joseph was a considered a handsome man in form and appearance. And Potiphar's wife, Bible says, cast her eyes on Joseph, uh, euphemism of sorts for a lustful desire. He, she wanted him to sleep with her. And this was yet another attempt of Satan to try to get Joseph to succumb to temptation. All temptations come from Satan, uh, as we know from Scripture. Now, Joseph's response is quite fascinating. He attests to the position that he is in as Potiphar's most trustworthy servant. He, he tells her, you know, Potiphar has given everything to me. Even he's not greater in this house than I am. That's how much trust he has for me. And everything is put under my care except for you, uh, he told to Potiphar's wife. And that was because she was Potiphar's wife, not Joseph's. Joseph here is upholding the sixth commandment, whereas she was not. She was willing to break that. Now, not only would it be a betrayal of Potiphar's trust and a sin against Potiphar, and also a sin against Potiphar's wife, but ultimately Joseph shows this is a sin against God. Whenever a sin is committed, even if someone else suffers the consequences of that sin, it really is a sin against God. And God is the one who will judge all sin. And day after day, this continued. Uh, almost like a cat and mouse game. She would try to catch him, and Joseph remained steadfast uh, against her temptations. And we can say for certain it was because that the Lord was with him. And he continued to refuse Potiphar's wife's desires. We continue reading starting at verse 11. But one day when he went into the house to do his work and none of the men of the house was there in the house, she caught him by his garment saying, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and got out of the house. And as soon as she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and fled out of the house, she called to the men of her household and said to them, See, he has brought among us a Hebrew to laugh at us. He came in to me to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And as soon as he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried out, he left his garment beside me and fled and got out of the house. Then she laid up his garment by her, 
by her until his master came home. And she told him the same story, saying, The Hebrew servant, whom you have brought among us, came in to me to laugh at me. But as soon as I lifted up my voice and cried, he left his garment beside me and fled out of the house. That is through verse 18. So it is back in verse 11, when Joseph comes to the house and there's no one else there, it's uncertain whether the workers just didn't show up for this day or Potiphar's wife told them to be out of the house. But nevertheless, she's ramping up her tactics to try to trap Joseph when no one else is around. And what Joseph does here, he, he just gets out of there. He flees. And it's an important lesson for us to remember to flee temptation. Joseph took this to heart, and even though he left his copian in her hand, he fled the house rather than succumb to her temptation. And scripture talks about this a lot and how important it is for us to flee temptation. Jesus said to the disciples in the garden, Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. That's in Matthew 26, verse 41. Uh, another section that, that talks about this is to, in Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, set your mind on things that are above and not on things that are on the earth. So keeping our focus on what's important and what God wants us to do rather than what might be pleasing to our sinful flesh or pleasing to people around us. And when Pharaoh's wife realized that his coat was left behind, she sought out revenge um, against Joseph for basically humiliating her. And not only does she was she planning on breaking the sixth commandment, but now she's also breaking uh, the eighth commandment. She's lying about Joseph. Um, now she says she wants to get revenge on him. She wants him to pay for making a fool of her. But this also is against God's law. God says, revenge is mine, says the Lord, I will repay. So she's taking that into her own hands. So she repeats the same story to the workers, but also to Potiphar when he got home. And she showed him the coat that Joseph left behind. Now in verse, we'll continue reading verse 19 through the end of the account. As soon as his master heard the words that his wife spoke to him, this, way, this is the way your servant treated me, his anger was kindled. And Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he was there in prison. But the Lord is with Joseph and showed him steadfast love and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever was done there, he was the one who did it. The keeper of the prison paid no attention to anything that was in Joseph's charge because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it succeed. So, Potiphar's anger was kindled. And a lot of times we, we think that we take this to mean against Joseph, hence why he got thrown into prison. But it's quite possible that this is not against Joseph, but rather he was angry that he had to get rid of his best slave. And Joseph was a slave. These were not they were not considered to be people to the Egyptians, but property. And so if Potiphar really believed his wife and it was truly against Joseph, he probably would have put him to death. Instead, he sends Joseph to the king's prison, where the king's servants went. And here again, we see how the Lord is with Joseph. The Lord preserves Joseph's life. 
because of the role that he would play in preserving the people of Israel. So it was not time for him to die yet. And even when he's in prison, the Lord was with Joseph. Joseph got put in charge of all of their prisoners, and he basically ran the place. Like, in Potiphar, like Potiphar, the jailer did not pay any mind to anything Joseph was in charge of because the Lord was with Joseph and blessed everything he did. Joseph did nothing in this account except trust the Lord. Even before this, before he was sold into slavery, he was a faithful follower of the Lord, though, yes, he was still sinful. And what did he get for his faithfulness? Well, he got sold into slavery and he got put in prison. And this seems like the opposite of what should happen and the opposite of what we would expect to happen. But the Bible clearly states in verse 21, The Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy, and he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Even in his darkest moments, the Lord was with Joseph, showing him grace and mercy. This was important because God was going to use Joseph to save the life of God's chosen people, the children of Israel. All was going according to his plan, even if it wasn't in Joseph's plans. And what about our plans? Do things always go the way that we want them to? Do things always go the right way, or do things get difficult? Truth is, because of sin, things do get difficult, and we get put into situations that are not fun to be in. Oftentimes, we also forget to put our trust in God, like um, we forget to put our trust in God. Even when we forget to do that, God is faithful not to forget us, and continually gives us his mercy and steadfast love, as seen by his son, Jesus. Now, real quickly, going back to the law of gospel, uh, you see how God has given each of us a vocation. Uh, even if we don't have a real job, we have a role as a mother, father, a son, a daughter, a friend, brother, all these things. And there are still expectations that God thinks of, uh, has for us in these roles. And when we fail to, to do what God expects us to do, we are committing a sin. And yes, it can get difficult when people disagree with us or, you know, we don't always get along. But it's a reminder to trust in God because God has promised to always be with us. Jesus said in the Great Commission, teaching them to observe all things as I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. He has promised to be with us in everything that we do. And it is a great reminder to continue to go back to him in prayer on a daily basis to ask for his help in our vocation so that we may do it in a God-pleasing way. And that will sum up the lesson on Joseph's troubles, the Lord's blessings on your teaching.